The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Allison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Good morning and welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. I am Mickey Ellison and I do believe in that myth that's a so-called myth of God. So let's get that straight right now. But anyway, I wanted to... uh, um, if you've seen the post and you've seen the uh, the show description that comes up on Voice America's website, on my website, on, actually it's probably my Facebook site, but uh, you, you notice that the topic is debt today. And debt has a lot to do with where we're going with this uh, with, with complete fitness. And if you've listened to this show for the last six months, you have an idea what complete fitness is. Um, my guest today, I'm, I'm going to introduce him. Um, normally I would introduce him as being an author, which he is. Of a great book, Financial Sanity and Three Easy Lessons. This is a quick aside on that book. I have 26 copies of that book that you can get for five bucks if you email me or um, contact me on Facebook at MickeyEllison.com. Email is Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. You can go either one of those. Um, there's a little bit of shipping that'll come with it, so total cost probably around 10 bucks. But my guest today has uh, is David Simpson. David has the notoriety of being. The most frequent guest. Actually, you were tied last week, David, but now um, you're you're taking the lead again. But David Simpson, it, I'm going to introduce him as what he really is to me. He's been a friend. He has been um, very vital in the direction that I've taken, um, not knowingly, just with his wise counsel and and keeping me from possibly reacting in a way that I shouldn't have several years ago. I met I first heard of David on on still my favorite radio show of all time, the Mike Church show, and Mike was kind enough to come on the show uh, a, a few months ago. I think David was friends with Mike and and actually just bribed him enough to get done. I don't know how much. I don't know what kind of dinner or golf or whatever he had to pay for Mike, but Mike came on. And today I believe more so than ever that his show is the most important radio show on the air, and that includes Over Mine. Um, what the, the direction he has taken is has, has also led with, to some of what I'm doing. But I first heard David on Mike's show back, I think it was early 2012. And he is in the same business that I am. We're both financial planners. I guess that's what you call us. And um, 
he was make he, he was they were just talking and what he was talking about made so much sense because I felt like after the debacle of two thousand eight that as I began to really soul search, I I started to realize, man, am I different? This is the only guy that I hear talking in the financial world that actually makes sense to me. And for whatever reason, I found I found David and I sent him an email and he may think it was a mistake, but he responded back because he's been having to put up with me for the last uh, last almost going on three years now. And and over that time, we began to talk, um, and we finally got a chance to meet personally in at an event Mike was doing for the uh, I believe it's the Refounding Fathers um, Society. Is that what it is, David? Hey, by the way, welcome to the show. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I feel very um, flattered that you're speaking so highly of me, and of course. There'll be a team of psychiatrists to meet you after the show to investigate whether or not you really uh, are firing on all cylinders. What most people hear what I have to say. You know what? I'll take my chances with you, brother, because uh, um, you, you know uh, we both have a strong faith in, in the God and Creator of this universe, and, and we're both seeking the same things, which is the truth, and ultimately to to guide our families and ourselves to. Uh, to, to paradise at some point in time um, after we get off of this world. But for the time being, we're in this world. So we've got to do what – we've one, figure out what it is he calls us to do. Yeah. Um, you've been very, very instrumental in, in that. In fact, you have um, been some, so instrumental that I'm in the process of, of writing a, a book myself. Wonderful. Um, it is. I don't. You may have to help me with this, and I have no idea how to get it published. If it's worth publishing, how I do it on the internet, but we'll talk about that off the air sometime. But well, you um, know, um, you were talking earlier about uh, maybe you know having a, a potential reaction several years ago, and I remember talking about that actually with you, and, and I'm glad I had some some impact or some you know some instrument in some way to keep you. Uh, where you were, and also to you know, maybe make some course corrections as you've gone forward from that point. I, I will just say this: you know, part of me every day wonders, you know, why I'm in the financial services business because there's so much about at the fundamental level that I disagree with. In other words, there's so many times I'd like to just shut the whole thing because it's not so much is broken in our system, and we're not acknowledging it, and, it, and it frustrates me that people won't acknowledge that we're really doing some harm both to ourselves and to our country, to our families, the whole, and to the world. But that being said, I don't know who else is going to say it in this environment, and I don't know who else is going to fight the fight the opposite direction. So while I have to sometimes have hold hands with some unsavory characters, and what I mean by that is the investment business and the insurance business and so on, um, I do it to defend my clients and also to spread the message that we're trying to spread. So I do think that you and I serve value, Mickey, and I'm going to continue to do it. And and you know the, the when I first when I first came down, I, I will never forget how Mike introduced me to some of the folks at that deal. He he introduced me as the guy that was going to take on the entire financial world, or something <laughs> like that. And, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not really. I'm just a little old me. What the heck am I going to do? But yeah. the the reality was, um, and, and I believe, David. And this is just this this is my personal belief that God oftentimes is, is preparing us for something. And, and in the midst of that preparation, we don't notice it. We don't notice the things that he's doing. I go back to, on this show, we've, we've, we've documented it. It's written on my, on my website. We talked about my family's struggle with debt. It's, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's no coincidence that uh, this is the, the subject that is um, 
near and dear to my heart and actually my main part with, with complete fitness as we go. But that struggle was something that, you know, I look back on it. If, frankly, there's really no one to blame but myself. Sure. Um, and, and and believing some of the some of the lies that that were were taught one one being that I'm going to hammer I may hammer this one till the day I die that this 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 lie of perception and reality or the perception is reality yeah you know yeah. what it, it's not true <laughs> it, it may it may be something that we think we have to do to be able to make it to a certain place that doesn't mean David we don't go each and every day to try to be the very best that you and I can individually be, but trying to be somebody you're not to get to a point that you think you want to go to only to find out when you reach it, it wasn't even real. And, and it, it, you even wake up in a point, I got to a point about probably 2009, right before I met you, Dave, that I did. I had tried to do so much of what society had told me to do, I didn't even know who I was. Yeah, yeah, that happens, Mickey. Look, you know, it's funny. When you came down here, um, you, you probably well remember, I drove to meet you at a little sandwich shop, and uh, and I'm in about, well, I think at that time it was a seven-year-old car. I think it's a nine-year-old car <laughs> now. Uh, I don't go out and buy fancy cars to prove that I'm successful uh, at what I do. I work very hard, and I think I'm, I wouldn't even call myself successful because I don't know what the word means, really. I, I work hard. I do my clients well, and I drive a nine-year-old car because it's cheap. Um, uh-huh. And and I think if you're really looking for a financial advisor, you're going to find some. You look for somebody who knows how to make his money spread a, a long ways, not somebody who shows he can spend seven hundred dollars a month on a vehicle. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, the whole fake it till you make it thing is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, I, I laughed. I was laughing over here to myself as you're talking about that nine-year-old car because I've got a ten-year-old car that I'm getting ready to take to our next event in in uh, Pennsylvania for yeah. Complete Fitness. It's a ten-year-old forerunner. And actually, I asked the uh, the guy at Firestone the other day. So, would you be willing to drive this car all the way across the country <laughs> and back? He goes, Yeah, dude, it's a Toyota. Mine over mine over there has uh, 235,000 miles on it, and I'd jump in it tomorrow and go. So yeah. he goes, now don't. Yeah. He says, now don't hold me accountable if your car breaks down on the way. Sure, but uh, but anyway, but you, know, that, I, no, you know, really, I find if you, people would ask themselves the most realistic questions, in other words, what comports with with like you said with reality? So you say, okay, you're sitting there and you watching your financial advisor drive up in a, in a Mercedes that's six hundred dollars a month, eight hundred dollars a month, or something, and you watch a guy drives up in a Chevy that's you know maybe paid for, and you go, okay, who's the wiser financial person? And if you pick the Mercedes, I don't know what's wrong with you, really. I, I, I'm not saying that you can never own one. I mean, I don't care if you own one, if you can pay for it, if, you, if your lifestyle accounts for it, I guess. But, but what you said earlier is true. Most people do that to put on the show of being successful, not really being successful. And if you buy into that show, there's something seriously wrong with your brain. Yeah, and when when we actually get ready to pu- when we do publish the the book, you'll my my story goes well beyond um, uh, what we've talked about on the show, and even things that you may even know. But you know that struggle with debt, and, and thank by the grace of God, I have the most wonderful wife on the planet. Because you hear of so many marriages that are are destroyed because of financial issues. Well, I Absolutely. guess I guess if you do the math. The finance, the debt struggle started 20 years ago, and our 20th wedding anniversary is in June. So I guess she's not ever known anything different. But mm. really, really, she has been so instrumental in, in 
stand stand by my side. We 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 from the very beginning when we opened up checking accounts and those types of things, we did it as one. We never. I don't even understand people who have separate checking accounts from from their spouse because right. it, it, you're a team in this thing. If you can't trust your spouse with a checking account and the money in your account, what the heck are you doing marrying that person? Yeah. Well, you better thank God for it because you're right. There is no doubt that um, it's a major cause of divorces and also it's a constant cause of friction for a lot of couples. And this division of wealth that you're talking about is also another source of, of, of quite, of quite um, uh, you know, contentious arguments I've noticed in my practice. And so just thank God for the blessing he gave you and having an understanding woman like that. I have one too, and, and I know it's a blessing. And, you know, we're, we're getting into 2008, and right around the time that the financial crisis was happening. I can remember, and you probably remember these days, too. You may not have been as – I can remember watching television and seeing the president, Hank, Hank uh, whatever the heck his name was, Paulson, mm-hmm. um, the, the Treasury Secretary. And, you know, everything that they were talking about was how we've got to save the economy. We've got to save the economy. Well, the first time they went and voted for this thing, it, it got voted – down and the stock market plummeted. Mm-hmm. Then a few days later, they came back. I don't know if it was a week to, to vote again, which was a foregone conclusion they were going to pass it this time. And I remember watching this, watching the the ticker on the on, on the television, and the stock market was really starting to bounce up, bounce up as it was anticipating the vote. And then when it passed, the craziest thing ever that I ever dreamt would happen happened. It plummeted. Mm-hmm. It got exact. It got exactly what these pundits were telling us, and it went the other direction. Yeah. But where I want to go with us, we're getting close to a break, is when I really started to delve into it and really get more of an understanding this year that debt, debt is the driving force that's causing many other problems. I think there's another driving force that, that's really driving it. But debt is what I – as I put on the, the show, show page that debt – is pure evil. You talked about the difference in, in, in the direction we were going and how, how the industry itself teaches uh, the exact, really the exact opposite of what you and I believe and what I actually think I know is true. Yeah. But yet, it is so dangerous. But once, once it, from an individual standpoint, but once we get people past the individual standpoint, they will really start to get an understanding. And what I'm praying for now is to take what I understand and be able to verbalize it in a way that the average person is going to be able to verbalize it who is a babe in this. Folks, we're coming up on a break. Uh, David Simpson, author of Financial Sanity and Three Easy Lessons, and one of my greatest friends is on the line. We'll be back from this break in a second. See you then. future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. All righty. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. This is Mickey Ellison, and with me is friend and author of Financial Sanity and Three Easy Lessons, David Simpson. Let's get right to the to the reason I wanted to do this this show, and um, we we, we kind of delved into it a little bit, but let's talk about debt. And, and debt is, is one of those things that uh, I, I we we're actually we're doing a fantastic show off the air, but uh, we'll see if we can bring that to to, <laughs> to the listening audience. And um, here's one thing that we're doing with Complete Fitness, um, Dave, and I know you followed a little bit, and you've got one of those. You you better be taking a picture of yourself in that shirt sometime so I can use you as my model for it. Okay. Very nice. All right. All right. But um, when I've had several struggles in my life, two of which was obesity, um, and it was a it, it was a yo yo. Mine wasn't being you know I wasn't what didn't go twenty years being a hundred pounds overweight or whatever. Mine would go up and down, up and down. And um, I've been able to, to fight those demons and, and, and do what it takes. You know, being a former college athlete, I, God blessed me with an instinct to be able to push myself beyond what anybody else can push me once I make my mind up to do it. Mm-hmm. But more importantly was the, the, the debt side. And um, Tiffany Sweeley, who you may have heard on the show, you may not, and a friend of mine, Michael Gowan, we, we, got, back, we got together um, – Oh gosh, it's been probably five months ago or so, and, and we started just brainstorming. Okay, the three of us haven't talked to each other in decades, so what? Why are we brought back together at this point in time? And that was complete fitness. But when we first kicked it off, you know, Michael's the fitness guy, Tiffany is the teacher, and here I am, the one that has screwed everything up. But I kept praying and kept praying and kept praying, and I want—I I don't even know if this is the right point to give you this, but I know your faith in God. I know. That, uh, that that you you trust God. Um, in putting this thing together, I was uh, you know I had known that my part was the financial part, I think, and we actually went out to do an event in South Carolina and I still had no idea exactly where I was going with this thing and that event was was key to that. But David, I don't know if you if you've ever had this happen to you. Um, I was my normal routine every day. I wake up about four four thirty. I do one workout. Um, I listen to 
a lot of times I actually listen to yesterday's show of my church show because I couldn't listen to it live the day before, and I always catch up on the weekends. And um, or I read scripture or, or or whatever. But I'll I'll do that. Then I'll go wake my oldest son up, get him off to off to school, and then I'll come back down. He gets he gets on a bus at six fifteen. I'll come back down. And I'll do another workout. Mm-hmm. Following that following that workout, I have a routine. One and that routine, um, the time to varies from time to time and exactly what I do varies from time to time but I'll spend time in scripture I'll spend time in prayer sometimes I will listen to Mike other times I will just simply put on my ear- headphones and listen to to uh, to music mm-hmm. one of these days I'm sitting down there this was about two weeks before we we're supposed to do our first event so think, think about this we've announced this event on the radio that we're going to do and the guy leading it doesn't even know what he's going to do but yeah, people are supposed to come to this thing, right? I would actually have people ask me, "What is this complete fitness thing you're doing, David?" And they, I would go, "I, I couldn't answer them because I didn't know." Yeah. And as, as I was sitting downstairs that this one day, I was reading scripture and wasn't even thinking about complete fitness or the dead or anything like that. Reading the Book of Job. And I don't know about you, I've never had visions, I've never um, heard an audible voice of God, I've never heard these things that I hear other people say they've had that, that, are, that, that follow Christ. And it was almost as if I heard an audible voice. It was mm-hmm. so crystal clear, that, I, and it was the answer that I had been seeking. It was God, it was, this thought came in my head, it said, you go get others out of debt, Yeah. and I'm going to take care of you. And I literally turned my head to see if somebody was there with me. I didn't. I didn't hear it. it I know in, what you mean. It was in my head. And at that point, I think I got to do this. Yeah. I still don't know how. Well, so it's, let's an, it's, talk. It's, an, it's an inspiration, Mickey. And 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 I, yeah, first of all, you're very intuitive. A lot of times, you tell me stories that things have happened to you. And I can tell you, you have a, a very acute, a too intuitive sense that you know kind of gets you directed very quickly when you're open to it. Um, and then when you're studying uh, the Word of God, you're going to get inspirations, and that's what it is. Uh, I don't doubt that one bit. I, I, I'm the same way. I don't. Um, I can't say I've never had a, a vision. I think I've had some vision type things, but I've never had a voice, audible voice like you. But I, but I have had these senses, and these senses are inspirations. Um, well, I was going to mention to you. And we've talked about a lot of things here, but the the. Analogy you made to well, actually not an analogy. You said you've had two struggles: weight and debt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those two things very similarly are very similarly related. I, I, mm-hmm. I actually wrote down in my notes as I was thinking about some things to talk about debt today. One of the things I wrote early on was debt elimination is like fad dieting. Um, mm-hmm. The debt always seems to come back, but with a whole lot more on it, um, because I don't believe we should try to, quote, unquote, get out of debt. I don't like the term. It's not that I don't think we should try. Uh, the term, I think, is misleading. So I, I call it debt management versus debt reduction, because unfortunately, the monetary system we live in is a debt monetary system. So you really can't get out because they've got the cage locked up. Uh, but for the time being, we can manage it more to our benefit and then it's, and, and work to correct our monetary system to where we can actually get out of debt. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I think there's a very direct relationship between those two things. People go into, they go into that yo-yo dieting type of thing because they just take the latest fad, 
and then later on realize that didn't work because they didn't make it a, a, a part of their life, a real uh, habit uh, of good conduct that they can follow um, and really change their lifestyle. I think debt, redu- debt elimination is very similar. People say, get out of debt, get out of debt, get out of debt. The person puts all their energy into doing it, uh, and then three years later they find out they're not only in it again, but they're in it worse because they didn't change their habits. They didn't change the way they actually do their finances to correct what was causing the problem to begin with. Um, very similar problem, very similar um, solutions that don't work, and we need to talk about solutions that do work. Yeah, and I think you know when when we went to do that first event, I, I had uh, the a part of this thought. I, I found what I believe to be the answer to to the debt. And once we start eliminate, you didn't like that word. Once we start doing getting people out of debt, mm-hmm. I know the system that you have. Yeah, will work for them, and it will use that system to their benefit. So one one of the things that's going to wind up happening is is as we strive and we get other people out of debt, I'm going to point them to you, because here's the thing, when when I when I watch television or I, I see all these commercials and I, I there's a certain radio show that comes on that that talks about eliminating debt, eliminating debt, eliminating debt, but but yet um, it's almost as if Okay, if I had extra money to pay off my debt, I would probably be doing that. So you want me to spend a hundred bucks on a book? You want me to go do this, and you want yeah. me to go do that? Yeah. And at the same time, I'm supposed to get out of debt. Even with your system, one of the things that that prevented me from getting started, even getting started, was I saw what needed to be done. I didn't know how to eliminate what debts we had to get it to be able to do it so yeah well that's that's a real issue i mean sometimes you know you just can't sometimes you can't make the the money match the 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 issue the problem at hand but that usually is 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 not insurmountable um i will just tell you that um yeah you've got to discuss with people that the reality is and i always tell this is we're going to talk real practical here i i tell people don't try to get out of debt you want to always try to manage debt and the reason you don't try to get out is because truthfully, for a lot of reasons, for a practical reason, for a theoretical reason, and for a, a, a kind of a ultimate philosophical reason, you can't. Um, it, 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 you want to manage debt in this way. If you have debts right now, that just means you're paying somebody else for the use, for the value of the capital that they gave you at some point. God only knows what it was for. It might have been a car. It might have been a trip. It might have been dinners. Uh, I mean, it, it, people right. use credit cards for all different kind of things. All we want to do is do the same process, meaning we want to have capital on the side that we use to buy big ticket items and then refund that money to ourselves. Just like we had a note to the external financier, we want to have a note to the internal financier ourselves. The reason we have to do that, though, that's the more important issue that I think we have to communicate to people. We have to do that because we're, our money's being inflated and destroyed, meaning in 20 years from now, or even, heck, five years from now, the money's going to be worth, the dollar you carry around in your back pocket right now is going to be worth less five years from now. So you need more of them, if you understand the, the logic here, you need more of them to buy the same goods and services in five years. Well, how do you get more of them? Well, through interest. That's the only, other, only way I know of to get more of them is to basically charge yourself a finance expense. So the reason I tell people don't try to get out but try to manage it is because it's actually beneficial for them to become their own banker, uh, to become their own financier. That's the only way that I know of to keep up with the destructive mechanism that's, being put, that's already put in place. We can't do anything about it, uh, of, the, of the Federal Reserve and inflationary monetary policy. 
Yeah, and I don't want to get so deep into Federal Reserve and monetary policy in this show because that is something that, that we will begin to teach people as we get further along. But I, I, I agree and disagree with a little bit about what you said because okay. the, the thing – and here's why. Um, as we were starting uh, the complete fitness – and I got deeper into, you know, I heard that voice and said, I mean, it, it said, you go get others out of debt and um, I'll take care of you. Well, that sounds good. So I go, how, God? Yeah. I don't know how to do that other than have people put on two sheets of paper. By the way, you don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on books to do this. All you need is two sheets of paper, one that says how much you spend during a month and write down every single bit of it. I bet that'll cut your spending. And then on the other one, write down how much you make. And if the one that's how much you're spending is bigger than the one that's how much you make, you're making, <laughs> something's got to change. Yeah, but yeah. I was reading scripture, and and, um, and I'm going to go a little long in this segment. Um, so as I'm reading that, because I think this point's important, there were two passages of scripture that, that popped in that, that I actually came across as I was having these thoughts. Okay, well, how am I supposed to do this, God? And one was Philippians 2.3. It says to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, look to put others above yourself. Mm -hmm. The second one was one that I had known for quite some time. It comes from the book of James. This book is chapter 2, verses 14 through 17. And the gist of it is, you know, you, you go along and you see someone who is in need. And you, you rather than doing something, you say, I'll go. This is the one that's on, on Facebook and all the other places. Well, I'll pray for you. Well, are you really? Yeah. Are you really? Do you really care? Or are you just hitting like so that the person feels better that you said you liked it? Right. It also says, if you don't do anything to help that person who is who is poor, who is who is hungry, who is without clothes, if you don't do anything, your faith is dead. Yeah. Especially when you can do that. So what mm. what came into mind, and this is the craziest thing because I think it's so simple, and it's the hardest thing that to, to for me to seems like to get across. One dollar a day, David. One dollar a day. We went to South Carolina. We introduced everyone that was at that in that group. Um, we introduced putting away one dollar a day. Mm -hmm. And at the end of each month, there's one person that we're sending those dollars to who is currently working the, their way out of debt. In the first oh. month, we had set we had seven people join to do it. The crazy part was two of the people that joined to, to, and, and decided to follow what we were doing and do the dollar a day weren't even at the event. Yeah. I don't know what those other people that were at the event heard, but apparently, you know, we all have that dollar a day. Yeah. So, as we're starting to do this, we have this month we have nine. Um, two of one is as is, is a girl is one of my best friends ever, and the other is, is is someone that's helping us put the event up in Pennsylvania. Once she finally got it, she agreed to do it. So we have nine. We do have to go to a break. They may shut us off here in a minute. So. Um, we're going to hit this subject of debt, and we're going to talk more about what I just presented to, to David in just a second. Be back from this break in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at one 472 5787 one 472 5787 That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. My name is Mickey Ellison, and with me is David Simpson. And and I want to get to a subject. We talked about the dollar a day. And, and realistically, off the air, we, we really don't disagree. It's just I didn't want it to come across that, that we disagree because the system that you're working with, Be Your Own Banker, is, is ingenious. But we've, you said it best while we're off the air. We've got to get enough water out of the boat so they can do it. Yeah. No, I because think they're, they're I we, Mickey and I are having a great show uh, on the breaks. <laughs> we talk, we can talk, uh, you know, more frankly and more clearly. I guess sometimes when we just say, "Hey, we're just talking to my buddy," but um, no, you, there are times. There's no doubt. I call. I would call what you're doing emergency debt relief, and there's there's a definite need for that. As a matter of fact, uh, I told you it was ingenious what you're doing because it's almost like you're doing a shared responsibility among Christians, or even if they're not Christian, who who cares? To say, let me help you get to a point where you can actually start saving and being more financially responsible because right now all you are is a, is a drain. Um, right. and, and it's no good to be in that situation. So, man, that's fantastic what you're doing. Well, and what we're, what we're looking for now is just, just areas of people who will, will invite us to come out there today. There's some strange things that have happened. I'll tell you about one today when I was on the sports show this morning doing my expertise on sports. Actually, I'm mm. pretty good at it. I do watch the stuff. And, um, but, you know, the, the event that we're doing in Pennsylvania, it is absolutely amazing, David, the people that God has brought into my life through because of this show. Yeah. And because of because of uh, uh, Michael Gowan, my buddy, doing um, beach body workouts, and I didn't have anything better to talk about one day, so I asked him to come on the show. 
And now he's yeah. a vital part of it. That's but there, I have met someone named Alicia Smith who is in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania who from day one, day one, and I cannot thank her enough. From day one, she got exactly what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And she is spearheading this thing. She does. She she's actually my proofreader right now on 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 the book that I'm that I'm writing. I'm going, you know, because you know yourself when you since you've written a book, you're writing a book, and you're going, well, why the heck does anybody want to hear about me? Well, I think what I always had my say. introduction to my book. I said, <laughs> boy, here's another here's another self help book on finances. Boy, what what do we need yeah. to last up? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that one. Mine is just about all the ways you can screw up. And actually, you know, in in the end, it's not it's not a book of despair. It is actually a book of, of hope. Well, I'm sure. Because, I'm sure. Because well, you know, the, I, I, the reason I just said that I thought mine was was necessary to write wasn't because I thought we needed another one. Obviously, we don't need any more self help books. My goodness, if we could have no more for the rest of our lives, we'd all be happy. <laughs> it was more that I didn't think anybody was saying what I was saying. Not that I'm uh-huh. unique, but because I thought common sense had just been vanquished from the public square. Uh, you know, it just doesn't seem very current to talk about the best way to, you know, you know how you get wealthy, Mickey, you talk about that simple way of getting out of debt, the two pieces of paper, write your debts on one and your expand your income on the other. See, that kind of stuff doesn't fly in our industry, right? People, oh, that's right. boring. That doesn't, nobody wants to hear that. Well, you know how you get wealthy? You save. Yeah. I, I mean. I mean, grandma knew that. <laughs> My grandma knew that. I can give you financial planning advice in four letters, S-A-V-E, you know? Yeah. But if, I, but if you walk out there and tell people just... that, they go, oh, you're an idiot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if it's that easy, then why isn't everybody doing it? I don't know. Why isn't everybody doing it? <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, they get excited watching TV playing the casino. I mean, heck, we put together a strategy that I showed you from two, two years ago that as long as the casino is open, it's going to work. Yeah, right, right. And, and, but let's do talk about debt because here's the thing. The, the education that, that I hope to bring to folks about debt is, is, is something that they, they, right now, if you're drowning in debt, just imagine someone drowning. If you're, if you're flailing away in the water, you're drowning, you're drowning, you can't see the dang boat is about to run over you. Yeah. Because you're drowning. Well, and that's you like, where most you like people scripture are. Verses. So I'm going to give you a scripture verse, okay? Because I, <clears throat> I, I think there's a fundamental very fundamental problem in America, first of all, that our whole economy is based on debt. That's, that's a very serious issue. Most people don't connect the dots necessarily and say, well, why does that matter? But <clears throat> when, you, when you go downstairs in your house after you work out and you're talking about and you're, and you're meditating on Scripture, you meditate on this one next time. Okay. So Matthew 6.34 says, <clears throat> and this is our Lord speaking, Be not therefore solicitous for tomorrow, for the morrow will be solicitous for itself. Sufficient for the day is the evil thereof. Now, people go, what does that have to do with debt? What is debt? Debt is a promise to pay in the future. And, he, and our Lord is saying, don't worry about the things of tomorrow. <laughs> worry about today. Well, all we do now is worry about tomorrow, isn't it? Because I've got to worry about the next payment. I've got to worry about the next credit card bill. I've got to worry about the next, uh, uh, I don't know, orthodontist expense uh, or the next. Uh, all we do, uh, as a matter of fact, the whole years, financial right? industry is built on worrying about tomorrow. Yeah, and our Lord told years. us specifically I mean, not to do that. How many times have you and I met with clients that, that spent their whole life worrying about saving enough for retirement? When they got to retirement, they spend the rest of their life worrying about running out of it before they die. That's another that, one. How about this that, one? How about the guy who goes 45 years saving for retirement and kicks off the day after he does it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah I mean, <clears throat> and, he doesn't get to worry about, mean, the, uh, about running out of money because he dies before he ever spent a penny of it. It's crazy, Mickey. It's crazy. Yeah, we're 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 not saying don't plan for tomorrow. That's not what we're saying because it, tomorrow might actually come. 
That's right. And in fact, when we did our event, Tiffany Swilly said something that was so impactful on me, she actually def- began to define what we're doing. Because in, in her in her speech, she sings, by the way, I got you got to have us down to Louisiana because you just want to hear Tiffany sing. You've heard me talk plenty, but you got to hear Tiffany sing. Okay. But but um, when when uh, when she finished singing, she she said something. She said, "All right, imagine the next five years of your life, David. Write down the seven things that you want to accomplish in those five years. Mm-hmm. In those five years, we all have ideas. They'll change over time, but but you know, in that moment, we write them down." She talked a couple more minutes. And then she says, okay, let's reverse this. You have seven days. What are the five most important things or people you're going you're gonna to deal with in the next seven days? Yeah, sure. And then, I, and then what I'm adding on to that is, you know what? Yes, we're going to work to get people, get people out of the state of being obese. We're going to work to get people out of debt. But in the end, we want you to be able to answer the question of where am I going at the end of those seven days, because if you do not know where you're going in the in those seven days, the other two didn't even matter. Didn't yes, matter right. what I, you did in, in the, in the yeah, seven days. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's years. the issue that I was trying to address earlier. I may not have said it as, as, as well, and that is if you just were to get somebody, let's say, say, out of debt or not obese or whatever, and then you leave them there after you supposedly accomplish that end, they'll be in that state worse times four uh, if you never tell them where they were trying to go to begin with. Yeah, and if all, uh, you, all, if all you do, David, is let's take the obesity side, and you, you go work out, you go work out, and everything is about health, is about health, is about health, and, and staying healthy, and you have a car accident, and you're yep. paralyzed from the neck down, then what? Did you That's just right. lose your usefulness because everything was wrapped up in this one thing? I, amen. Amen. I agree with you and, 100%. And the, the problem with debt, is that people do not understand the manipulative power that's happening on debt right now. We have college students right now. I just read in Forbes the other day, $1.2 trillion in student loan debt. All the information that we get out there from, from, from Financial Peace and these other places is really focusing on credit card debt, credit card debt. I actually believe credit card debt is probably the least of our worries in, in this stuff with debt. Credit well, card it's actually coming, yeah, coming down significantly. It, 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 I think it used to be a little bigger problem, but no, I agree with you because it's not, <clears throat> to me, well, I mean, it's a huge piece. I'm not going to say it's not a part. Right, right, but right. You, but you take, the, you take the two cars and the student loan debt, uh, gosh, these days it's, um, there's wedding debt, you know. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. but, People put on these, these exorbitant affairs, and they're in debt for the rest of their married life because of it. It's for crazy. Yeah, and, and the, the, the thing is, I, I was having a meeting with a client on, on the phone yesterday, and heck, dang, we need two hours for this show. But um, I, was doing, I was talking to him on the phone yesterday, and we were talking about the economy, and you know, he's always one that I mean, watches way too much Fox News or CNN or whatever yeah, and, yeah. and listens to he, – he's not listening to Mike Church. That's who he needs to be listening to, not the rest of these yahoos that are out there. But when, when he, we were talking, I said, I, I said, Richard, do you ever think about this? Have you ever noticed what is best for this economy call of the United States is always opposite of what's best for you and I. We will teach people that you have to plan for inflation. You have to plan for inflation. And, and um, on the other side, inflation is good for the economy, but I don't understand that because how does paying – 50 cents extra for a loaf of bread next year benefit me. It doesn't. If you're, <clears throat> yeah, if you're looking at, at, at 2008, 2008 was about one thing. It's debt. That's all it was. 
That's all it was when you would bear it down. It wasn't law. I mean, there were things that contributed to it that allowed us to get more debt. And unfortunately, we're at the end of this segment. Dang it, clock, you're killing me right now. So <laughs> David Simpson and I will be back for one final segment, and we hope that you will email us and contact us through Facebook so that you can get more information, find out more about what Complete Fitness <clears throat> is doing. And if you're anywhere near Pennsylvania on December 13th, be there. We'll be back in a second. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. And I'm going to let David talk more of this segment because we only have one left. And, and David, I do appreciate you coming on. And I really, really do appreciate what you've done for me. Although you, you, you may not have. I can remember standing outside my office at times and you know I was ready to attack. You know, you, And it's in my competitive collegiate athletic mindset to attack well you know <clears throat> i uh <clears throat> i've got a scottish heritage and so my temperament is rather feisty and fighty but as i've gotten older i've noticed that well god finally wised me up a little bit and said that i could usually attract more uh, more flies with honey than vinegar so i've <laughs> I've, I've learned how to to try to it, that initial guttural response, I've learned how to say, okay, you sit there for a minute and let me think about this before I actually do it, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and and so I try to do that for other people as well because our, our, I'm not saying our initial response is never right. I'm just saying they need time to incubate a little bit and make uh-huh. sure that not, we're not making dumb moves, you know? Right, um, right. 
And, and so I think that's kind of a good, uh, a good rule of life. You know, count to three when you're about to go off the, off the reservation, you know, and see if maybe you can say, no, I can hang here for a little bit longer. Uh, and I think that's all I did for you is I just told you to take a deep breath and, and give, it a, give it a little minute. And I also encourage you because I think you are a good man. And I think you're a, a good man in our business is very hard to find. And, and I'm not saying that most of the guys are crooks. What I'm saying is they've just been propagandized into believing all the false notions, and uh-huh. so therefore they never give it, never thought. And so they build their whole business, sometimes extremely successful businesses, selling products and services that I think ultimately are not going to help the person. Yeah, uh, and, and, and what I came, where I came to the conclusion, instead of my anger at first was, was, was directed at the wrong people. What it was angered at was a bunch of people who had been propagandized for so long that they yep. didn't realize what they were be, they were teaching was was a lie. And basically, it goes back to the old Soviet days, where, or, or maybe it was Hitler's day, when it talks about the useful idiots. These yeah. people's greed will get in the way uh, of common sense. When yeah. you talk you to know, someone... The, that, and ahead, what's interesting, though, is that the minute... That's why I was encouraging you to stay in and, and to be a voice for us, is because... Oddly enough, when these people do hear the truth, they respond sometimes well more than I ever could respond. I mean, for instance, um, like I expect you to go further and, and well beyond what I've done because you're energized. My energy, you know, I've, I've been fighting for so long, my energy's kind of dissipated. Um, so I expect you to go further and, fa- and faster than, than me, and that's a good thing. Uh, and you're going to find two or three guys that are colleagues of yours. They're going to say, Mickey, I've never heard that before. Where do you get this stuff from? And you're going to start explaining it to them, and they're going to bite on it, and then they're going to go further and faster than you. Um, that's a good thing. You know, you're not the only financial advisor who called me after Mike's show. I had uh, two or three of you guys call me, and I was just pleased as punch that somebody was calling me. I wasn't going to make a penny off of you all because you, you already have your business. If you want to do financial services for yourself, you'll do it for yourself. But I just wanted to share the knowledge and the information to kind of get you going that direction. Yeah, and, and I will never forget the one show you were – I think this was after I had met you. And oh, it was – I've never actually called into a radio show, but I almost did this morning because I was downstairs doing my insanity with Sean T. And some dude came on the show to, to – question your credibility because you didn't have three initials after yeah. your name cfd <laughs> yeah. and i i almost picked it up and said well i do you want to talk to me right and in fact i don't even have those anymore because i decided that uh, you know this perception versus reality is is possibly bs so you know what i passed your test and, and I did all the things as far as the, the tests and those things that, that, that need to go. And still in 2008, with all that information and education you gave me, my clients lost 50% of their wealth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if your way is right, is, 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 is the way that we got to do this business, I ain't interested. No, I, I agree. If I, had, if I was forced to do it the way everyone else is doing it, I would quit. Um, and the only reason I can even make a living doing what I do is because it's proven itself to be valuable to people and they stick with me. I don't lose clients. Uh, when I get a client, I pretty much have a client for life unless, you know, they move away or just something really drastic happens. But I, I don't remember. I think I've lost two clients in both times. Uh, like I said, they either moved away or a divorce or something that, that I couldn't keep the one client over another. But, um, one, one other thing on debt, I know we, you're going to run out of time here. I just want to say this one thing. The, one thing I tell people to avoid on the whole debt issue, other than obviously the debt itself, is that sometimes when we go to attack this monster that's been eating us alive, we'll fight it so so hard and heavy that 
that we lose our energy at the end. So, in other words, what I mean is, is like some people go, okay, they got $10,000 of debt, they work, 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 they pay all the money on it, they pay it off, and at the end of that time, they... Um, their, their energy's kind of gone. They have no money saved because, of course, they spend it all on paying off debt. And then they start incurring debts again, and it frustrates them. And that, that futility of trying to get out of debt and then get right back into it oftentimes breeds indifference. So you, you and I talked on the break. Definitely got to show them how to not just get to that zero point of no oh, absolutely. debt. But get to the point of, I actually am saving and know how to save now. Because um, remember, saving is the key to wealth. And so uh-huh. uh, that's the key, is to don't let, them get, don't let them feel like it's futile and don't let them get indifferent, because then they're so hard to get back into the game that it's almost impossible. Well, and, and the last thing that I want to do is have someone, you know, say we, we do, this thing becomes viral, and suddenly we've got 30000 or $40,000 a month being passed on to someone. Man, we start paying off debt in a hurry. That'd be awesome. Just do that. But... The last thing I want to do is get them out of debt and leave them there. And, yeah. and I believe it or not, yeah, I'm saying this out loud on a radio show, I think you're a part of that because I don't think that, that my calling is going to allow me the time, and I don't trust a lot of other people in this industry. That I know that you can direct folks. In fact, if you don't believe that you can direct folks, I got 26 books sitting over here in my office that you can get for five bucks plus shipping <laughs> and find out exactly what David means. And who he is, and, and and if you're not inspired, it's it's the book was so simple, it was it, it and, and if you wait, you're gonna have to pay nineteen dollars on Amazon to get the thing. So well, I, you know, I appreciate you saying that about the book. I, I, every now and then, I I'll look at a section and reread it. And for this show, I decided to reread my section on debt. I think it's two and a half pages. Um, the, in other words, I wrote it very simply. I hope it's practical, even though it sometimes it can't be because, you know, you're just talking academically. But I, I put resources in there to direct people where they can go get more information. Uh, it's not really a self-promotion book, even though I'm glad it helps somebody if they need my help. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I really want it to be something you could grab and read and then go to resources and set yourself up without any help from anybody. Because uh, like you said, most of our stuff is very simple and it's very easy to solve. We just don't want to take the common sense solution. We always want to look for some magic wand. Well, it's been complicated because it, it pads the pockets of a lot of folks. Um, and, and the more complication, the more help you need. You know, I was reading a deal the other day. We've got two minutes left in the show. It was on, on gifting and, and how, how to gift. I'm going, you got to hire all these people wow. just to yeah. give your stuff to somebody else? And, <laughs> and you think we're living a free country for real? I just want to give David this that ten thousand dollars over here. I want to give it or hundred thousand, whatever it might be. My car, my stock. I want to give it to you. David, maddening. It is absolutely crazy, and and these this is the education that we're going to go beyond once we get the people from flailing their hands and and drowning in debt. David, we are at the end of the show, brother. I really appreciate you coming on this week, and and hopefully you'll come back because I think this subject needs to be hit on even more as we move on with complete fitness. But folks, listen to me. We can change the world, but you're not going to change the world following government and watching the political shows. We're going to do it following those two simple passages of Scripture. One, doing nothing out of selfish ambition and putting others above yourself and putting your faith into action because this is not dead faith. Complete Fitness will be in Pennsylvania December 13th. If you're anywhere near Pennsylvania, please be there, and you will not be disappointed because we are going to change the world one dollar at a time. David, thanks for coming on the show. Great job, Mick. Thanks, man. All right. See you guys next week. Thanks 
so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here, too.